everyone. I hope you are staying healthy and safe. This podcast episode comes with a video interview. If you would like to watch the video interview, you can find the links of the interview in my episode notes. You can watch it either through my YouTube page or my Facebook page called Words of Heart Podcasts. However you choose to listen to it, I truly hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. In today's episode, we have the privilege of speaking with Kersha Campbell. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Diane, and thank you for the work that you're doing to reach so many individuals. It's, It's always commendable when you see, you know, persons taking that step to impact other lives. So thank you and come keep up the good work. Oh, thank you. That's so kind of you to say. So I'm so worried about pronouncing your first name wrong. Karisha. Karisha, yeah. I get it wrong sometimes. It's, yeah, I get it. If you could um, tell my audience a bit about yourself and your story in any way, um, give us the inside scoop into who you are. That would be great. Okay, so I am Kersha Campbell. I do help CEOs to scale their cash flow by implementing strategic financial systems. I am a twin mom of two boys who keep me learning and relearning. <laughs> and we do have lots of fun as we you know, go through life. I'm also an immigrant. So that has been an you know, integral part of my journey over the years. I relocated from Jamaica, an island of the Caribbean. So now I'm in Canada. So that has helped to shape me with lots of different experiences. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really impacted me in several different ways. So I do enjoy also volunteering with uh, the community and especially those uh, organizations or institutions that focus on ensuring that the basic human rights of individuals are met, especially children. Interesting. Um, So you mentioned you're an immigrant um, and you moved to Canada, um, Jamaica to Canada. Was that just your automatically go-to or did you live in other parts of the U.S.? No, I actually visited the U.S. a lot growing up. I do have relatives there still, and I do go from time to time, but that official move was from Canada, was from Jamaica to Canada. That was my immigrant journey, yes. Um, just out of curiosity, why Canada? Um, to be honest, um, I had relatives here before, so... When the opportunity came up to complete my CPA designation, you know, I'm a CPA and I had that opportunity and I've always been excited about living in other places. So that kind of definitely helped to shape that choice to choose Canada. (laughs) Okay, so um, considering your journey as an immigrant to leave your entire upbringing what you're accustomed to to move across the world um to Canada um how has that affected you into 
trying to find your place in Canada and um, your right niche because um, considering um, you're so you're out of your comfort zone. Yes. Yeah, so initially, to be honest, I it was a lot of mixed emotions, a lot of you know questions when I leading up to making the decision because I was in a you know very successful organization I was a part of a management team and you know there was so much potential for growth we had a closely knit leadership team and that was where it started I had a lot of mixed emotions I think I gave about six months notice five or six months notice before I left because I had a lot of you know just uh, upheaval with mixed emotions. And uh, upon arrival, one of the things that, uh, that stands out to me, especially now, was not that I had to adapt to the cultural changes, but I had to revisit who I was, right? And that led to me becoming more confident because when you're in a new environment, sometimes you tend to shrink back and you want to like, okay, I'm just going to stay away. And you're, you know, you go through a lot of mixed emotions. However, there, I went through a process where I really had to consider who I was, you know, based on certain experiences and events. And that led me to really revisit myself and hence becoming more confident because, you know, as a woman, minority as well then you know you you get into lots of different situations with you know racism you know lots of different situations so that definitely helped to make me stronger for sure right and since you touched on um racism and um considering the pandemic we're in the fact that it really forced the world to reassess and open their eyes to um, matters that truly truly matter like racial equality um and I don't touch a bit on this on my podcast too much but um do you mind sharing your thoughts um in regards to the world actually finally being accepting of all um races specifically African can American um and to be honest I don't think there will ever be acceptance <laughs> I okay. think oh no they'll never be they'll never be 100% acceptance because when you look at what causes racism it's embedded in culture lots of different socialization so already the person is still coming up who are already being taught by their parents society in different ways that certain races you know, you don't need to treat them equal, you know, all that. So I don't think we'll ever have 100% acceptance. However, the goal is always to keep moving along to do our part, right? Do our part to ensure that in teaching our children, in how we relate to other persons, we are treating everyone equal. Okay, um, I'm glad you touched on that. And I think I can um, agree with you to some degree. I'm, I'm an optimist, so I do believe eventually you will get to 100%. Um, but I would say, um, from my perspective, opinion personally, we have gotten a bit, our, 
our knowledge in our brain has opened a bit more. Yes, definitely. A bit more compared to um, past years of um, this, because it's an ongoing struggle for many generations and ancestors. It has been, and I do say it's going to be, it's going to take a lot to reach 100%, because even with all the recent events, there are still some persons who saw nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with what happened. So that leaves a huge gap, which how do we fill that, right? So, of course, that's a whole different area to dive into. Right. Um, <laughs> speaking of another area, um, I'm just so curious, probably because I don't really touch on this a lot in my podcast. Yeah. Um, you are an immigrant. Um, so um, how many years has it been since you made the transfer from Jamaica to Canada? About seven or eight years. Uh-huh. Eight years. Okay. Um, there's been. <laughs> I'm trying to do my words carefully because I don't really talk about certain topics on my podcast. <laughs> that will open a can of worms. But I'm just gonna ask, and you could opt for choosing not to answer. But it's completely up to you. Um, there has been talk about um, immigration law and everything, and sending um immigrants back to um from once they came which I personally do not agree with that um I think America should be accepting of all cultures because we're a melting pot it's how we were designed to be um what are your thoughts personally being that you are um an immigrant um in terms of if we are told to go back to our country of origin well, do you think it's right for um, to be asked to go back? Um, Definitely not. I don't agree. And of course, it depends on the specific case. If it's a case where there are certain immigration rules and, you know, situations that need to be sorted, then you can think about that. But however, if you are just being sent home just because you are an immigrant, sent back home to your country of origin, right? then that, that's alarming for me because uh, when you think about it, you know, there are so many, the, the, it's such a transparent village in terms of the world. Now persons are residing in different countries a few months and just moving on. It's like just a global situation. So definitely if it's a case where you're just gonna be sent home because you were not born in that country, then what's the justification for that? I don't think just randomly doing that is is the right approach and also what is the reason for doing that so i like to kind of take a step back and always approach situations why what is it that we want to accomplish by doing it what has triggered this decision or considering this decision so it's always not to just say yes or no i don't agree what's even more effective and impactful is to think about and assess why do we want to do that? Why is this being on the table initially in the first place? Right. I don't think it should be just because you're this or just because you're that. There has to be a specific reason and logic behind it because that's just, yeah, I'm going to use the word, even though I don't know if this is the right word to describe it, Um, prejudice, racist, that's just judgment off, off the wazoo. Um, and that's uncalled for. Um, mm-hmm. unfortunately that is part of our society and we have to 
we have a long way to evolve, but yeah. <laughs> I think this um, season um, has helped that in a small way to helping us expand our brains a bit when it comes to certain topics. Um, and speaking of the pandemic, um, how has that specifically affected you? Um, I don't know. I know how it is in the U.S. here in some parts of the world, but um, Canada, I don't really know how they're being affected. So how are you doing during this season? Well, for Canada, we have taken an approach, an approach to be very extra cautious. So since last year, the land borders have been closed, connecting us to the U.S. So there's no land transit occurring. You have to go by air. That's one thing one thing and also their flights from the Caribbean as well that have been since December that's been on hold so they continue to extremely do tight monitoring right now you have a lot of spas libraries closed for restaurants you can't dine in if there's a patio you can dine but it's just drive through or take pick up and leave so they the intent is really to reduce the cases, the vaccine is on board as well. So those are some of the changes that have been taking place. And again, there's resistance because as you know, it's always hard to please everybody. So you do have some schools of thought, we don't need to be doing this, just let everything be. And then there are some other schools of thought which are like, we need to do our best. We need to be even stricter and stricter because this is just, this is a global pandemic as we know. All right. So um, you said you've been in Canada for about seven to eight years. Is that yeah. correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say is one of the biggest blessings since um, coming over from Jamaica into the US? Okay, so there have been many, I'll probably touch on a few. One of the main things, as I spoke earlier, was being sure of who I was, being very cognizant of where I stand and not being timid and, you know, getting out of that zone. Because I remember when I when I came, I was approached by a chamber of commerce. They wanted me to, like, there's a project there and, you know, I was a bit hesitant. I was like, I'm just here. Well, I know what to do. And then that voice said, but you, you know, you're an accountant and you, you should be able to manage it. So, you know, you get into those self-doubts and one of the main reasons coming out and that opportunity opened up so many others to be on the board, to go into other high profile positions as well. So what if what, one of the blessings has been for me growing as a person, as an individual, as a woman, to remember that it's okay to try, it's okay to give it your all, it's okay if it's new, take that step, that's okay. You can always find out no one knows everything and that is okay. What is always important that you come to the table with integrity, values, and always be on the goal to really enhance whatever situation you are placed in. So that definitely has been a huge blessing for me, my growth as a person, as a woman. And then I became a mom. And of course, with twin boys, where they they had development delays, you had a series of surgeries over the time since they were born. And that again, 
led me to be learning to be more resilient and, you know, reach out for help and keep learning as well. So those are definitely some of the, the blessings, the challenges that have come, which the lessons have now been learned, which in turn become a blessing for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And I truly admire you for talking to me and talking about topics that, quite frankly, I don't even really discuss on my podcast, but considering your journey and your such positive um, presence, I thought it was worth a point to ask about it because it is conversations that should be discussed um, in the right format, not with like pitchforks and guns. I'm not for violence whatsoever. Yeah. everything can be approached um with the right lens and not with negativity yeah and, and that's a great point too um Dion, because some of the times we come to the table based on our thoughts how we socialize or what we're thinking however other persons are coming to the table with that too. They're coming to the discussions, they're coming to meetings and, you know, everyday life. We are interacting with persons who have different issues going on. They've been shaped by different experiences. So it's even more powerful and important to remember that, you know, let's think about where they're coming from. And that might not mean that we are justifying certain behaviors or, you know, we are condoning certain things that we might not agree with that are immoral and all that, but it is always important to remember where that other person is coming from, because as you said, the objective, the goal is always just to have that harmony, having those tough conversations can make the difference. They will make the difference. Absolutely. Um, to lighten up the mood from this awesome conversation, I do have an icebreaker question for you. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to stump you, but we shall see. If you could have any superpower that's not flying or teleporting, many people pick teleporting when I say they can't pick flying. So now I have to take teleporting off the options of possible powers. So if you could have any superpower that's not flying, or teleporting, what would it be? That superpower would definitely be <laughs> to dive into the minds of other persons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there are times where I'm like, what are they thinking? Or, you know, what's really on their mind? <laughs> and we all know communication gaps and all that. Sometimes we don't express ourselves as we want to. We don't really say what's on our mind for different reasons, right? Fair, you know, all that. So that is definitely what I would want to know. Know what's on the other person's mind. Know what they're thinking. <laughs> what led them to think that. <laughs> that be into people's minds. I never heard it answered that way. <laughs> but that would be a good power that would be a good power but would you be able to turn it off though well that's the next thing it might be that's another thing though you're like okay I think I'm knowing too much now (laughs) Uh, so the power I would have it's not exactly a power yet but I feel like it would be one in the future would be the power for this podcast to be heard across other galaxies that have yet to be discovered. So these galaxies aren't even discovered discovered. yet. Yet they're tuning in right now from some intergalactic Mars, Pluto, satellitic (laughs) wave. 
<laughs> that that's pretty exciting because I know when my boys were into space and sometimes they still want to go to the moon and explore. So, you know, that's, that's really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, as fun as this conversation has been, and hopefully my internet still stays stable in the next five minutes. Um, <laughs> we're at the end of this awesome conversation. Do you have any social plugins for my audience who may want to get in touch with you? Give us the down low um to how my so, I get in contact with you i'm on linkedin as kersha campbell i'm on facebook as kersha campbell cash lab um on instagram you can find me as kersha campbell or the cash lab on clubhouse i'm there as the cash lab or kersha campbell as well so you'll pretty much find me on youtube as well so on all the platforms <laughs> you find me <laughs> thank you awesome and thank you for joining oh me. i don't know if you froze Oh no, uh, I can hear you. Uh, okay, you're unfrozen. Yeah, oh. froze. Yeah. Uh, I believe my audience got all of that. <laughs> what I was gonna <laughs> say was, um, Krisha, thank you for joining me today. Before that weird frozen moment, and it was a really awesome conversation. Yeah, technology for us. <laughs> yeah, and thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it too. And, you know, thanks to all the listeners for tuning in as well. Thank you so much. Awesome. To all my listeners who are still tuned in from that minor <laughs> technical issue, stay healthy, stay safe. Hope your internet's working wherever you may be. <laughs> and until next time. Bye. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It is your heart warrior, Dion, here. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Words of Heart. If you liked this episode and would like to leave a rating slash review, please do not hesitate to do so. You can leave the review slash rating on Apple Podcasts or Pod chaser. In addition, if you would like to let me know right away your thoughts on this episode, you are also welcome to leave a voice message right here on the Anchor app. I hope you enjoyed this episode and have a wonderful day.